You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Record today on C103. Text or WhatsApp Patricia with your comment. 086-2103-103. And we're going to Peter Dowd on the IrishGardener.com to answer as many of these questions as I can get to as possible. Good afternoon to you, Peter. To answer as many questions as possible anyway, Trish. We'll oh, give it a go. Okay, let's get straight in. Um, Peter, half my lilac tree and cherry blossom tree have completely died. Do I cut them back? Uh, yes, it's a short answer. Without seeing them, it's hard to say, but I am seeing a lot. I've had a good few photographs of cherries in particular sent to me on Facebook where this is happening, where you can get bits of them dying back. Uh, without seeing it, as I say, it's impossible to say what's causing it, but it's, it's possibly something fungal. It could be canker. Uh, so the best course of action on either the lilac or the, the cherry would be to remove any of the disease growth, remove any infection and, and cut into the good growth because the, the, the fungal, the, the disease could be coming well into what still looks green, if you know what I mean. So cut into the good growth, remove all of that. Don't dump it nearby. Don't dump it in your compost bin. Dump it off site. Uh, and don't leave any of the disease material, branches, leaves or anything like that around the base of the cherry tree or the lilac tree. Um, then what you do is drench the, 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 the soil around the tree and the wound where you did the pruning, drench it with a solution of copper sulfate and water, which is a good broad spectrum organic fungicide. Um, and then feed it, feed, feed the tree with, I would use the, the nature safe Atlantic seaweed liquid one. Uh, and that's a re- probably the best of all of them to get to promote growth and to get growth growing, the nature safe liquid seaweed one. So you feed it, you treat the infection and you remove as much of the infection as possible. And then, Trish, you, you, you hope for the best, quite simply. Fing- fingers crossed. OK, Phil yeah. says, uh, hi, uh, Patricia, could you please ask Peter, I have a campanula in a pot. I would like to put it on a wall. Can it be planted in any area? What advice would you have for me, please? I'm presuming that they mean the, the, the campanula muralis, which is, the, if you like, the wall campanula muralis. It's a, it's a very low-growing alpine or rockery one. It's the one you'd see, Trish, kind of growing in cottage garden walls all over the country, just coming into flower now or very soon. Um, yes, you can plant it from a pot into a wall, but it, 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 you have to understand it needs to have something to establish into. So in other words, if you just put that onto a, a bit of concrete or a concrete hole, it's not going to survive. It needs to, like realistically, the best way to get campanulas established in a wall is nearly from little seedlings where they're teeny tiny and, and then they find their own way. Uh, so if you, like they will grow, where well, the question is, will they grow on any kind of, on any wall? They, they, yes and no, provided they're getting enough sunlight, they do like a lot of sun, full sun. If they're not getting full sun, they won't thrive. 
Uh, and then when you're putting it into the wall, just try and make sure you can put more soil into the wall, into the hole or into the crevice. Uh, and then, then yes, then put them in now and keep well watered. And remember during the summer that that is, it, it, that campanula is, for, to all intents and purposes, still in a pot. So keep it very well watered. Yeah, because it could dry out. Okay, how many times do you earth potatoes every year, says the texture? Well, it's a, it's a, there's no cut and dry answer to that, if you like. You keep earthing up around the potatoes. So as your seed potato uh, emerges from the soil and it, and it grows higher, you keep earthing it up. Um, you know, I suppose at the moment when you could... And we could nearly be out there watching them because we have the time. You you could become a bit obsessed with them. But of a normal season, let's say, I'd certainly be out there once a week earthing them up over the growing season and may, maybe even twice a week. Um, so it does depend. It depends on the rate of growth, but I'd certainly be doing it once a week. Hi, this is from Marion Kiss Game. Uh, I've got blue stone slash copper sulphate, but I don't have a sprayer. Can I sprinkle it around the base of my roses? Also, what's the dilution formula, please? It depends. The dilution for it depends on where you bought it and the strength of the, the, the active ingredient, the copper sulphate. So you'd have to find out where you bought it and ask them that. Uh, if you buy it in a garden centre where I can help you, so if you bought it in a garden centre uh, where it, it's sold as copper mixture, it looks like a white powder, dissolvable white powder, then the rate is 35 grams to a litre and a half of water. But I'm not sure the strength of the copper sulphate that you bought if it's, if it's blue stone. So, so anyway, um, can you spread, like, you, you, I've never used it, I've never just, if again, if it's as a dust, as copper mixture, yes, you can put the dust around dry. If it's as, as blue stone, I've never used it dry around the roses, but being honest with you, I don't imagine it's going to do too much harm. The only thing is, you, you don't. It is copper sulfate, so it is a metal, so you don't want to be putting it on too heavily. Um, I think you'll be. I think the correct advice there would be to to even if you don't have a spray or even a watering can, if you can, or even a bottle, uh, you know, just mix it with water at the correct rate um, and drench the soil because you don't want to be putting on too much copper onto the copper sulfate onto the ground. So, so you don't even have to have a sprayer, just mix it with water, even in a basin, just to dissolve it at the correct rate. So you're not putting on too much copper uh, and then put it on that way. And then you put it on the roses then. Hi, I want to ask, I have an Acer, which thrived for the last two years, but this year it's got lots of dead, brittle branches, which I broke off some of the remaining branches. When I broke it off, some of the remaining branches do look healthy. There even looks like an attempt at a bud, but I don't know whether to give up on it or not. I couldn't give up. Don't ever give up. <laughs> uh, again, without seeing it, it's a difficult one to answer, but it could be one of two things. Uh, it could be wind. So some of the acers, particularly the Japanese maples, are very, very susceptible to wind damage. They're very sensitive to any breeze at all. So that could do it. But if it's an established plant, if it's been there for several years or more, you'd have seen that before now. Um it sounds a bit more like it could be something fungal again. Now, if it's happened overnight, as the fellow says, fung- uh, uh, acers can suffer from a, it's kind of a root rot called verticillium wilt, which, in other words, if it was looking fine and then suddenly it went, uh, that could be the problem. Fusarium, it's called a verticillium wilt. Are uh, failing that, I would give the same, the exact same advice. Uh, in other words, if it didn't do that, if it just it isn't thriving over a longer period of time. I'd give the same advice as to what I did for the cherry and the lilac. So remove all the infected growth, feed it with the nature safe, the Atlantic seaweed nature safe, 
uh, and and treat it with copper sulfate mixed with water to, to try and treat the fungal infection. But it's certainly I have seen this before, uh, and I have the advice I've just given. I've done a million times on Japanese maples. And I would say a good 70 or 80% of them will come back. So I would definitely wouldn't give up on it. Okay, all. don't give up. Magella, P- Peter, what causes the flowers on a camellia plant to turn a foxy brown colour? What happens with, the, with camellias is they set their buds last autumn for opening up this spring. So the camellia we're talking about here, Trish, it could have set its flower buds last August. And those buds have remained on the, 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 the shrub all the way till now and they start opening up now. So... What happens is one of two things. The buds, obviously during that period, we've had quite a, well, we haven't had too many, but we've had some frosts in that period. And if the if the camellia is facing in the wrong direction, in other words, if it's getting full sun, what happens is the sun as it comes up first thing in the morning, actually it melts that frost too quickly. It burns the, the bud, if you like, so that when that flower opens, it opens, the petals have already been burnt. Um, it's most likely to be that. The second possibility is that uh, the, the, the 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 bud opened correctly, but then it's both the same problem, both the wrong aspect, that the, the bud could have opened correctly and then got burnt by being, being facing south or facing east. So uh, whichever one is at, uh, whichever one, in other words, the bud was either burnt before it opened or after it opened, but the, the cause is the same. It's the wrong aspect, I'm afraid. It doesn't, the camellias will take full sun, but really in the evening. So facing west is ideal for them. Facing east or facing south isn't, and that's that's what's caused it. Okay, and a final one okay. in saying a hi, a Patricia and Peter. In spite of the beautiful spell of weather recently, I've noticed the absence of bees compared to other years when my garden would normally be buzzing with them. So many beautiful apple and fruit tree blossoms. I wonder why this is. What does Peter think? Are you seeing less well, bees? Well, we know why it is. Yeah, well, well, funnily enough, I hadn't thought so this year. I thought I'd actually seen a bit more, particularly the hoverflies. But we know what's causing it. It's 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 colony collapse from increased the the varroa mite is part of it. Uh, increased use of of horrible garden pesticides and chemicals, which is killing the bees, which is in effect killing ourselves. And I think it, I was listening to like everybody, like the whole country. I was listening to somebody on the news the other day, and they were explaining that the coronavirus molecule is two hundredth millionths of a millimeter. And I'm thinking. If something so infinitesimally small, Trish, can stop the world, we now need to realise that every piece of the jigsaw is important and we need to stop spraying chemicals. And just because we might be damaging something in the garden, if just because we can't see it or we think, oh, that's only tiny, that won't matter. I think this is proving that everything out there matters. Um, we really need to pay attention to what we're doing in the garden. Absolutely. Listen, you look after yourself, stay safe and we'll speak again next week. And you. Thanks, Trish. Thanks a million. That is uh, Peter Dowdle, theirishgardener.com. That's where- When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.